Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder here, and I wanted to thank you so much for listening to my podcasts and story compilations. I'd also love to engage with you on my other platforms. I do live multi-streams usually Sunday nights starting at 9 p.m. Central on YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and now Facebook. I also do live streams every Wednesday on TikTok starting at 3 p.m. Central. And you can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and at dusty-thunder.com where you can submit your own story, shop swag, even support our Mission Protect the Cake initiative. If you're not subscribed on YouTube yet, I highly recommend it because we post multiple stories there every day. We've rolled out a membership program with exclusive content and we'll be doing even more in 2024. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy the stories and may your days stay astronaut free. Am I the astronaut for telling my daughter that she should leave her pet rat at her mom's home now that my girlfriend has moved in? My male 45, girlfriend female 45 of two years and I have moved in together. Everything is great and she gets along very well with my children, at least with my son. I share custody of my two children, male 16 and female 15 with my ex-wife, female 40. There is one problem. My girlfriend has a phobia of mice, rats, squirrels, in other words, rodents. This is something we all know, and people laugh about it, but it's a serious issue for my girlfriend, who can't even see a picture without staring and hyperventilating. My daughter got a rat as a present from her mom when she turned 15. How long have they been together? Two years. Oh, she knew. She knew. She brought it home, and my girlfriend freaked out, and she apparently left the apartment without even noticing that she didn't have her shoes or coat on. I got upset with my daughter because she knows my girlfriend's fear. I told her that she should leave her pet rat at her mother's from now on when she comes here. My daughter got upset and started yelling that my girlfriend is being ridiculous, and me too. Her rat wasn't the problem, so it shouldn't have to be kept at her mom's, and that my girlfriend should move out, so she's the one who has the problem with the rat, not the rat with her. I mean, it would be odd if the rat had, like... Dad's new girlfriend of phobia. I don't think that's a thing. I told her that we are a family and family makes compromises. Now she is saying if her rat isn't welcome, then neither is she. And she's planning to stay with her mom until her rat is allowed or my girlfriend moves out. My ex-wife called me to tell me that I'm the asshole for choosing my girlfriend. I told her she was the asshole for getting my daughter this present. Am I the astronaut? Edited to add info. Yeah, well, like many anticipated... The whole rat thing was planned on purpose, and I have to say it makes sense since I never once had the impression that my daughter even liked rats. I was surprised at the birthday party. My girlfriend and I moved in together about three weeks ago, and the rat showed up about 10 days ago. I know this now because I have tried to text my daughter about other suggestions like a second rat, dog, etc. She's made up her mind. It is her or my girlfriend in the apartment. My son told me all of this. He said that my ex-wife and my daughter have been bashing my girlfriend and calling her home wrecker. Anyway, my daughter can live with her mother for the time being because, legally speaking, children here can decide which parent they want to live with at her age. The plot twist is that my son expressed desire to move in permanently with me instead, and I guess that is because all of the drama. My son hates conflicts and confrontations. Of course, my ex-wife is now bombarding my phone because she believes that I have put my son up to this because my son said that he will start packing a bigger bag today if I agreed to him moving in permanently. He talked about visiting her instead of living there, and I agreed. This is escalating very fast, and I don't seem to have found the brakes to stop the madness. My suggestions just made things worse. Thank you all for listening. If any 40-plus divorced parents have any advice on how to resolve this issue, I am all ears. If it is relevant in any way, I didn't leave my ex. She left me. One day, she sat me down without forewarning and told me she wasn't happy anymore and wanted a divorce. Everything went fast afterwards, and we were divorced six months later. It was never an affair or anything, but I think she liked someone, but it didn't work. 
After a few months, she said she regretted it and wanted to reconcile, but I didn't feel right about it. And one thing was her finality in her decision. But most importantly, I wasn't in love with her anymore. So she suggested we started dating again. We were supposed to keep that a secret in case the spark didn't reignite and we would have built up hope in our kids for nothing, but she probably told them anyway. I started dating my now girlfriend around the same time and I fell in love with her. I ended things with my ex. The odd thing is that she cordially accepted my decision, but apparently she hasn't and I'm reaping what we sowed now. God, it felt good to vent about it here. Thanks again and again, any 40 plus divorced parents who want to talk, hit me up. Absolutely not interested in any input from 20 year olds with no experience in parenting. Okay, there's an update. Let's talk about this for a second though. <clears throat> let's let's talk about this. I called it. I called it. Called it. She knew. She knew about this ahead of time. She did it on purpose. And although she may have, uh, ex-wife, although she may have cordially accepted his decision to stop dating her after the fact, she clearly only did so because she had a plan. And the plan involved a rat. An actual rat. So it was, uh, yes, <laughs> I'm going to end things in our marriage because there's a side piece that I'm interested in. I'm going to pursue that. It's not going to work. I'm going to come back and say I regret ending our marriage. Um, and then when when you're apprehensive and say you want to take things slow and just date, but start dating someone else and fall in love with them instead. Yeah, um, I'm not going to go down without a fight. And decides that if she can't get what she wants and she can't be happy, then nobody can. And brings freaking ratatouille into the equation here now it's it's i know the daughter's 15 but but mom still used her as a pawn in this scenario and although she she was complicit in this she was an accomplice in all of this it's still wrong very 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 wrong for parents to use their children in games when it comes to the relationships of parents getting back at each other ruining relationships on purpose that is ask on one behavior right now. That is in TA. And again, the initial question doesn't even matter anymore. It's it's all just it's all just situational situationally right now. Dad is in TA situationally right now. Ma is uh, this is ask on one behavior utilizing your child to try to disrupt or destroy the relationship of your ex partner simply because you can't have them is straight up terrible behavior straight up now let's see what happens with uh with the update here well people wanted an update and here it is my daughter is refusing to talk to me and she has moved in with her mom and said that this is permanent my son moved in here with me and i can see that he really enjoys it here i've been blocking my ex-wife's number for periods at a time because i've been receiving all kinds of threats and insults from her saying that i've manipulated my son against her <laughs> Ah, irony, we meet again. So irony and karma walk into a bar. Seriously. It's great that that when it's happening to her, it's not even happening to her, but when she perceives that what she did is actually happening to her, she she reacts with threats and blows him up. But when OP actually had this happening to me, he didn't badger her. It's It's interesting, isn't it? My son is a very quiet boy and he never gave me any impression that he's been having a bad time at his mother's. I only noticed when he moved here and started talking and opening up about how miserable he's been. 
the rat, my daughter decided to free him and she and her mom drove to the woods and just let it go. Oh, wait. So he had accomplished his mission and they returned him to the wild. How did she acquire this rat in the first place? Was it like raised in a pet store or a rat farm of some kind? It wasn't like a wild rat that had been caught. So it has no idea how to survive on its own. So they just released it to its imminent death. Is that is that what happened? No expert on rats, but that's the story. My girlfriend and I have decided to get a dog. Maybe that would change my daughter's mind about not visiting, although I must admit that life has been so much easier now when she isn't around making everyone go on eggshells not to set her off. Both her and her mom refuse therapy over and out. Uh, that's that story. That's that story. Okay, so so it sucks. Uh, it, it sucks really bad for OP that, that he's now in a fractured relationship with his daughter. I mean, she's 15. Teen girls are hard enough to be... To be in this position where you have a fractured relationship with your teenage daughter because your ex-wife used her as a pawn and manipulated her. And then when your son is like, dude, there is so much bullshit drama going on over there. I just want to get away from it. Please, can I come live with you? And you're like, hell yeah. For that to trigger a barrage of threats and badgering from your ex because she now assumes that you did what she did and manipulated him is absolute horseshit. The part that bothers me the most about all of this is that the daughter knows she's being manipulated. The daughter knows she was a pawn in all of this and is just okay with it. She's going to regret this decision later in life. I believe she is going to regret this. I feel bad that there's nothing really that OP can do. He can't, he can't be like, Hey, you're being used as a pawn. Please like let's, let's have, let's have a relationship. I don't want to lose my relationship with my daughter. But she willingly entered into this. And I think she has to be the one to turn it around. That's a really tough position for a parent to be in. And yeah, what happened to the rat? What happened to the rat? Poor rat legitimately had one mission, failed that mission. I guess he didn't accomplish it. He failed his mission. So they were like, go, be gone. We didn't really want you anyway. We just wanted to destroy that relationship. And well, that didn't work out. So uh, we assume you're from somewhere around these parts. Be gone. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. I met your mom and uh, and she just really wanted to know like what my worst fears were. Is that a weird topic of conversation for the first time we meet? <laughs> and then the son's like, oh, shit. Oh, what did you tell her? Please, what did you tell her? I told her I have arachnophobia. Great. We're getting a tarantula for a wedding present. I guarantee it. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder with another Reddit story for you. This one is actually a best of Redditor updates, so expect a couple of parts to this one. Title is, My wife stole our daughter's college money to fund her shopping addiction and wants me to take the blame. Yo! This one sounds pretty cut and dry. Wife stole daughter's college money to fund her shopping addiction. Originally posted December 13th, 2022. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place and I don't know what to do. And the problem is I can't discuss this with anyone I'm close with for privacy reasons. I've been with my wife, Andrea, 48 female, and my stepdaughter, Cassie, 17 female, for eight years now. I love them both to death. But Cassie is a very brilliant young woman. Recognizing her potential, me and Andrea decided to put together a college fund for Cassie so she wouldn't be crushed by debt. Over the years, it has amounted to over $200,000. Cassie is aware of this and is banking on it since she's trying to get into the Ivy League. 
To make a long story short, last week I found out that almost $170,000 of the money was missing from the account. No! I freaked the F out and asked Andrea if she knew anything about it. She teared up and said that she had been spending the money over the years to fund her spending habit. I've been spending it to fund my spending habit. She's addicted to, to the money. Man, I was furious, but I had a moment of clarity. I've browsed these subs enough to know that an affair was possible, so I asked her if she was having one. She adamantly denied it and offered any proof that I needed. Social media accounts, emails, her work phone, everything. She offered to show me the receipts as well. There was nothing that popped out as suspicious, and the math from the receipts added up as well, so I let it go. But we still had the major problem of the money being gone. Hold up timeouts. Okay, so let me get this straight, OP, just quickly. I'll get back to reading the story, but just quickly... You're like, ah, you know, you stole $170,000 without telling me and you hid this from me. So I kind of don't trust you. And then she's like, here, look at all these receipts. And you're like, seems legit. I trust you again. That was too easy. Too easy. Nothing that popped out as suspicious. Okay. She described herself as a shopping addict and the money from Cassie's account was just too tempting not to use. She didn't make excuses, but offered no solutions. As stated before, I was beyond furious. She ruined Cassie's chances at going to college debt-free and has changed the trajectory of her entire life. I had asked her to stay with her sister while I tried to figure this out. Cassie was concerned about why she was leaving, but we just said we needed a little bit of space. I asked Andrea to come back home yesterday and we had an extremely long discussion about how to handle this. She stopped me from talking and asked a favor of me. She asked if I could take the fall for her. <laughs> Uh, what now? You want to steal $170,000 from your bio daughter's college fund that you and I put together and contributed over $200,000 to because you're an addict and you want me to take the fall for it? No. OP, I swears that if you agree to this, <clears throat> we're going to have some words. I mean, I'm just talking to you, but... But we're going to have some words. For context, she and Cassie don't get along for a variety of reasons. And knowing how independent Cassie is, she will probably leave right after college, if not during. In fact, me and Cassie get along very well, and she comes to me for a lot of her issues. Andrea fears this will permanently drive Cassie away, and she doesn't want to lose her. <coughs> I wonder if she was thinking about that as she was spending 170000 of those dollars. I wonder if that thought ever crossed her mind. Sounds like it didn't until right now, unless she always had this backup plan in her mind where she was like, you know what? If if the shit hits the fan and eventually it will, because there's no way they're not going to find out. I'll just ask him to take the fall. All good. I told her that before we even talk about that, she needed to acknowledge her mistake and own it. She needed to go to individual therapy. We needed couples counseling. She needed to find a shopaholic support group and that I would be controlling the finances from now on. She said those terms were steep, but fair. I said she needed to tell Cassie what she did, apologize, and hope for the best. She refused and said that she could never lose Cassie. She said I could survive the mistake, but she couldn't. I told her that in order to even consider me taking the fall, she needs to agree to my terms. You're, you're putting me into Joe Pesci mode here, man. You're, you're putting me in a place that I don't want to be. I don't know what the hell to do, clearly. The last thing I want to do is lie to Cassie, but I don't want Andrea and Cassie to split up forever. And the worst part about this whole thing is that Cassie's life is ruined either way. And I don't know how to replenish the money other than maybe borrowing from my 401k. Reddit, do you have any suggestions? Divorce is always an option. 
but I love Andrea despite her mistakes, and me dating at age 52 is next to impossible. That's why you're staying? Dude, ugh. I'm sick for this guy. I'm sick for him. And not just because of what has happened, but because of his reasoning for staying and for actually entertaining taking the fall here. Edit after everyone here knocked some sense into me. I realized I can't lie to Cassie. I love her too much and she deserves the absolute truth no matter how ugly and hard that is. You better stick to this path, my man. I will be talking to Andrea and telling her that we need to tell Cassie the truth together as a condition of us staying together, or else I will initiate divorce proceedings and tell Cassie anyway. Quite the 180 there, Chief. Also, as someone suggested, I don't need her trying to flip the script on me, so I'll record our interactions going forward. Thanks. Okay, we have we have a couple of uh, updates to go. We have a couple of updates, but uh, yeah. And and the whole him him even considering taking the fall for this now makes sense why she kept it a secret so long and why she had this, this backup plan of him taking the fall this whole time because she knew she could get him to topple over. He was considering it, and the fact that he was even considering it means that she had this thing in the bag until Reddit knocked some sense into him. What the shit, man? What are you doing? This is his bonus daughter that he has a better relationship with than her bio mom, and he was willing to... To fall on the sword, fall on his wife's sword for something he didn't even do to try to save their relationship, which is already damaged. Gee, I wonder why it's damaged in the first place. You can't fix this. How do you blow through 170K and your partner not notice? Edit to same post, December 14th, 2022, next day. I want to thank everyone here for really opening my eyes yesterday. You're all right. I need to put Cassie first, and like I said, I'll be telling the absolute truth even if she gets mad at me and disowns me. At least I'll know I did the right thing. In addition, I'm going to pay for her college myself. I can pull money from a couple of places, such as my retirement and inheritance, so it'll be okay. I'll have to live a little frugally during retirement and work a few extra years, and so be it. Cassie is worth it. I honestly doubt her mother is going to sell her stuff, so that's why I'm taking this route. This is the hero that Cassie deserves right here. But the fact that he is just automatically willing to to do whatever he needs to do to make this whole himself and not put any of that pressure or responsibility on mom pisses me off. As for Andrea, I've been criticized for wanting to let Andrea off the hook, so to speak. But it's easy to say when really deep feelings aren't involved. That being said, I don't think I can stay with her. What she did is horrendous, and she ruined our daughter's future for her addiction. We had a long discussion last night, and I threatened divorce unless she told Cassie the truth. She begged me not to do this, but I put my foot down, and eventually she agreed. But only if I agreed not to divorce, and I helped to repair their relationship. So, um, she doesn't know how to accept responsibility or hold herself accountable for anything or clean up her own messes at all. Noted. I likely won't be doing either. She made her bed so she can sleep in it. So if I have to update, I'll probably just make a whole new post. Thanks a lot, guys. Relevant comments. How could you have not noticed? Weren't you getting a 1099 and noticing less interest? To answer your question, I really had nothing to do with the account other than contributing money. I just took her word for it. She showed me statements from time to time, so I had no reason to suspect anything. Plus, we have separate finances except for a joint account for household expenditures and bills. Although Cassie is my daughter, 
Officially, I'm only stepdad, so Andrea handles all matters related to her finances unless Cassie asks me for something directly. Also, I wasn't the lone contributor. Her grandparents on both sides contributed, as well as my own parents. Oh, no! Wow! I only discovered what was going on when my wife left a statement out in the open. I'm now believing she simply pocketed whatever money she got and doctored the statements. I knew the amount that was supposed to be there because a lot of the money came in the beginning. Her grandparents initially contributed 75K, mine contributed another 30K, and the amount that I had added over the years. Okay, so that was 105. He's contributed $100,000 himself into this. Don't take from your savings to pay Cassie back. Take from your wife's. I asked her to take money from her accounts to pay her back. She said protecting her retirement is important to her and that she could take out a loan since her credit is excellent. Surprisingly enough, she doesn't run up her credit cards. Now I know how. Also, I'm hesitant to do this. I understand everyone wants her to fry for this, and I do too. However, if I'm to stay with Andrea, I don't want her to have to continue working until she's dead. I would like to enjoy our retirement together. My retirement is very healthy, plus I have a few investments and an inheritance. I could survive the hit. The most important thing is Cassie gets to go to whatever school it is she wants and not have to worry about it. The comments are right. I'm not letting Andrea off the hook. She's going to pay for this, and she will be telling Cassie. You guys are staying married. She's getting let off the hook, homeboy. If we're to remain married, I'd like to enjoy retirement with her. How are you supposed to trust this person ever again, man? Someone who, who's capable of doing such a terrible thing and then immediately asking you to take the fall for it. How are you supposed to trust that person for the rest of your life? What is it going to take? How, how far does she have to go to be too far here, man? why Andrea and Cassie don't get along. Andrea is a widow and Cassie took the death of her father very hard since she was so young. According to Andrea, a lot of their problems started there out of grief and anger. Then Cassie grew up and she's developed into a bit of a tomboy. Andrea is kind of a girly girl and doesn't relate to Cassie dressing up tomboyish. They don't agree on much. Cassie wants to be a physicist. Andrea wants her to do something that has more money making potential. (laughs) It's like just, None of these things are connecting for this guy. None of them. I feel like I'm going insane just reading this. I feel like I feel like I feel like if I w- if I was his conscience sitting on his shoulder, I would have just slapped the piss out of him by now and been like, "Wake up, connect them dots. It ain't hard." Plus, there's usual teenage daughter and mother strife. They have screaming matches that I have to intervene in. Okay, there's another update here. There's two more updates. Holy balls. Okay, this is this is part of the whole best of Redditor update thing. This is why they're so juicy. It just it just develops and develops and develops. But the way that this thing is developing, by the time we get to the end of the story, uh, I, I you might find me in a straitjacket here. Listening to this guy's reasoning, listening to him make excuses for her and say, yeah, I'm going to be real tough on her. I'm not letting her off the hook. When we enjoy retirement together. Update the 17th of December, 22. Update my wife stole our daughter's college money to fund her shopping addiction and wants me to take the blame. I want to start this by thanking everyone who replied to me in the original post. Y'all showed me tough love and I appreciate that. I even appreciate those who were calling me a doormat because like I said in the previous post, it woke me up. I won't be staying with Andrea. I I would slow clap for you right now, but I don't trust that you're going to stick with this. So let's wait and see what happens. She's lied and manipulated me and Cassie far too long for me to stay with her. The fact that she stole from me, Cassie, and Cassie's grandparents makes this as close to unforgivable as it gets. 
The most wronged party here is Cassie. She has an amazing future ahead of her, and I refuse to let her future go to waste because my wife made such selfish choices. I did notice all the stuff she was buying. She claimed that they were either on sale or because she got a work bonus. She makes a very good living, and I thought she was responsible with money, so I said, all right. I did ask why she needed so many Christian Louboutin shoes. She shrugged it off. And although people can't wrap their heads around it, it's very easy to spend 170 k A large chunk of the money went to buy a Mercedes, which I thought was a lease. She had a seven-year-old Lexus that, according to her, her friends were laughing at. I know there's all kinds of red flags in this, but I'm, but I'm just, I'm giving that one red flags. She had a seven-year-old Lexus that her friends were just laughing at. They laugh at me. Can you believe it? I'm driving around in a seven-year-old Lexus like some kind of popper. Keeping up appearances for her wealthy friends is very important to her. Cassie and Andrea do not get along for a variety of reasons. Allegedly, Cassie takes a lot after her deceased father, and Andrea can't relate to her at all, or maybe doesn't try hard enough. Cassie prefers to talk to me. We have parent-slash-child boundaries, but Cassie considers me one of her best friends. Her words, not mine. I realized taking the fall was her manipulating me, plus it would have opened me up to a crap ton of consequences that I don't need to deal with. Plus, honesty is always the best policy. I wasn't thinking properly in my last post, and I was afraid to be alone and single. I guess I have some issues being alone that I need to address. Plus, I really do love Andrea. We connect in a very deep way, but I'm still divorcing her. Oddly enough, a comment that senior homes have chlamydia outbreaks for me, too, made me laugh and realize that I could date again at this age. Plus, you guys gave me some very nice compliments, so thank you for those. After my final update on the original post, I talked to Andrea deep into the night. She went back and forth with me on admitting to Cassie what she did. She said that she or even both of us could get loans and take care of the money then. I said she had a problem and she needed to make amends, which was a talking point from here. When I threatened her with divorce, she agreed to tell her so long as I don't divorce her. I guess she's afraid of losing everything. That afternoon, we sat Cassie down and told her the facts. She thought we were just kidding at first, but when she realized that we weren't kidding, she got extremely upset. I'll spare you the details, but she and Andrea got into an extremely loud and vicious shouting match. Cassie called her some truly awful names, and Andrea, while she didn't curse at her, tried to defend herself but started getting angry at the names she was being called. They were so loud, the neighbors called the police. I had to awkwardly explain the situation to them while hoping they didn't think I was some kind of wife beater. Cassie told Andrea that she never wanted to speak to her again and that she never wanted a dime of her money and stormed off. I asked Andrea at this point to stay with her sister indefinitely while we gave Cassie and me some space. She didn't want to go and fought me to stay, but I told her me and Cassie needed time apart from her. So she packed her stuff and went to her sister's house. As for Cassie, she went to her room and locked the door. She let me in after I told her that her mother had left. She cried in my arms and expressed that her future was now ruined. I told her it wasn't, that I would cover her college from my retirement, and that I would make it right. She doesn't exactly know what a 401k is yet, but she told me that she doesn't want me to work until I'm 90 like the people at Walmart just because of her. I just told her that she's worth it and that you do stupid things for the people you love. She said that she would start looking for scholarships and maybe other schools where she could get a full ride since she has excellent grades and extracurriculars. I then admitted Andrea wanted me to take the fall for her and that I had considered it, but I came to my senses. She got upset with me and told me that would have been the stupidest thing I could have done. Agreed. She said she wouldn't have believed that I did it anyway, and it would have only made her more upset at her mother. She told me that she doesn't blame me and she's not mad at me for the money being gone, but she is mad that I'd want to cover for her mother. 
I apologize for that. We talked and cuddled for a while longer before calling it a night. The next morning, I get a call from Andrea's parents asking if the story was true. Cassie had told them the story and they were calling to confirm. I had the voice recordings and bank statement to prove it. They were livid, but begged me to not leave Andrea for this and to try to help her through the addiction. I told them I wasn't sure about that yet and hung up. A while later, my parents called and asked me about it. I confirmed. They were probably more mad than Cassie was, all things considered. They're threatening to press charges. I told them to calm down and that I would handle it. Cassie is doing okay. She's still a little shell-shocked, but she seems to be taking it well, as well as one could hope. I made her pancakes this morning, and that seemed to brighten her mood up a bit. I asked her if she wants to do therapy. She said she'll think about it. I will be doing therapy for myself. Andrea has been calling to talk, but I'm just letting it ring. So she's leaving voicemails. She's offering anything to make it right. Money, sex, favors, you name it. But it's not going to work. Is that not a red flag to you too, bro? Come on, man. I feel horrible for Cassie, and especially so close to Christmas. I think I'm going to get her Billie Eilish tickets since that's her god. It won't make up for it at all, but it could go a long way to helping her feel better. So that's it for now. I guess I'll update if anything further happens, but I think that's pretty much it. Thanks all. You've been a tremendous help. Edits, I forgot to add. I watched my credit like a hawk, so there was nothing suspicious there, but it's going to be locked. I'll be going to my accountant next week to have Andrea removed from everything meaningful, life insurance, will, bank accounts, etc., and I'll be adding Cassie. I started changing passwords and the like so Andrea doesn't have access. I'm stringing Andrea along with non-divorce until my accounts are secure. Also, from what I can tell, Cassie's credit is okay, but I'll be doing a deep scan and locking that as well. Edit, I can't believe I have to say this, but there's a few people saying it's creepy that I'm cuddling with my daughter. If sitting together with her crying on my shoulder and us talking is considered creepy, then sure, I'm creepy. Leave it to the internet to make things weird, I guess. And no, I don't think I'm some hero just trying to do the right thing. (laughs) There's more. Okay, relevant comments from this last one. Let's dive into that real quick. Comments splitting things in the divorce. We have a prenup since she has money as well, so no fears there. We have separate finances, and the only major asset that we have is the house. I'm willing to buy out her half so I can own it fully. Comment, don't cash in your retirement. Make Andrea sell her stuff. Sorry, forgot to put in the post. She doesn't want to sell her stuff and just offering to get a loan. And that's another red flag, man. She shouldn't get a choice to not sell. You are letting this woman ruin your future. Why is this worth it? The answer is Cassie. She's smart, wise beyond her years in some regards, but still a teenager and many others. She's very proud and refused her mother's money. Uh, These comments are some before his update here, so this makes sense. Um, I asked her if she wanted the car. She said no. Asked if she would be okay with her mother paying her back. She said no. Like I said in the post, she wants nothing to do with her mother anymore, and that includes her money. That's probably just anger talking, and I'm hoping cooler heads will prevail. But I think there's a part of her that's embracing the challenge of figuring this out on her own, or at least without her mother's money. As for me, if Andrea wants all that stuff so bad that she's choosing it over us, then she can have it. We'll be great without her. So in a way, she's paying for all that stuff in the most precious way with her marriage and most importantly, her child. Comments, you're letting her walk all over you. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't view it as her walking all over me. She lost her marriage, her daughter, her family is furious with her, and her friends will likely drop her when they hear what she's done and realize she's not as wealthy as she appears to be. To me, that seems like a real consequences. I'm a big fan of the Twilight Zone, and this seems like one of those endings where the person gets what they want, but doesn't realize what they had to give up to get it. She can have her possessions. It just cost her everything to get it. 
To quote Jake the Snake Roberts, she's a victim of her own greed, wallowing in the muck of her, of her own avarice. Plus, she'll likely end up getting sued by my parents anyway, and if Cassie decides she wants her money, then I'll support her fully in getting it. My retirement will be fine, let's just say my portfolio is very diverse and healthy, plus I have an inheritance. I'm not bragging, just stating facts. Plus, there's the chance Cassie gets a scholarship or assistance. Okay, now the update. Updates, September 6th, 2023, eight and a half months later. Hello, everyone. It's been a long time since I've been here and a lot has happened. And truth be told, I haven't had the time to post an update here, but I finally have a quiet moment to give you an update. First, I want to thank everyone for helping me at such a pivotal time in my life. After rereading my original threads, I can't believe how indecisive and weak I came off in them. The prospect of my marriage ending and dying alone really kind of shook me to my core and thus made me come off that way. I started therapy and it made me realize that being single wasn't the worst thing that could happen to me. In fact, I've turned my loneliness into solitude and I've taken the time to work on myself. Nice. And if that last sentence didn't tip you off, then let me be the first to tell you that I'm single now. Me and Andrea are legally separated and currently in divorce mediation. Unfortunately, Andrea is still very much in denial and is trying everything she can to get me back, including delaying the divorce as much as possible so that we can work on our marriage. She claims that she's begun seeing a therapist who's helped her see the problem she has and has gotten her on the path to recovery. I don't know if I should buy it. Ah, that's funny. But I told her it's a good thing if it's true. She has also apologized to my parents, hers and her late hers and her late husband's parents for what she's done and offered to pay back the money. They've all forgiven her, but are keeping her at an arm's length. She's been desperate to reconnect with Cassie, but Cassie has kept her word and decided to never speak to her mother again, or at least until she's ready to. Andrea's wealthy friends she was so desperate to impress have been around our house offering to help. They may be nosy busybodies, but they were very nice to me and Cassie in the immediate aftermath of Andrea's betrayal. They offered everything from a shoulder to cry on to baked goods to spa dates. I only ever really took them up on the baked goods because I will never turn down homemade lemon bars and oatmeal raisin cookies. Cassie did take them up on spa dates, so there's that. One woman in particular, Susan, has been around more often than the others. While I feel like the other friends were prying for information, she seemed more genuine and just there to help me and Cassie heal. She cooked meals for us, helped around the house, and just spent a lot of quality time with me in particular. We didn't ask, want, or need her to do any of this for us, but she did it out of the kindness of her heart, and I really appreciate it. We've gotten a lot closer in such a short time, and I truly consider her a friend. It's actually amazing that I could get along with someone who's much younger than me, 14 years. Usually, I have a hard time connecting with younger people, even if they're adults. But now we get to the most important part of the update, Cassie. As a cheer-up Christmas gift, I took her and one of her friends to Montreal last month to see her favorite artist, Billie Eilish, at this festival. She loved it, and Montreal is such a beautiful city to visit. All in all, she took the loss of her college fund pretty well. Cassie is a very hard-working person, and she put her nose to the grindstone trying to find a scholarship. Unfortunately, she missed the cutoff for most of the scholarships she could have qualified for, but the school of her choice is giving a very generous financial aid package. In addition, she qualified for some local grants, so she got her entire first year covered. And yes, Cassie did thankfully get into her school of choice. In fact, she had many acceptance letters and full-ride offers, but she had her heart set on her school of choice. In fact, I dropped her off last week. I'm extremely proud of her, and I know she'll do well. I'm an empty nester now, all alone in this big house, and the silence is deafening. But Susan has been around to keep me company, and I've taken up bike riding as a hobby. So all in all, things are okay. Not great, but certainly better than before. And with that, I think I can put this saga to bed. The divorce will hopefully be finalized in the next 
few months and I can finally move on with my life. But the most important thing is that Cassie is fulfilling her dreams and potential, and I couldn't be happier about that. <sighs> Holy moly. That was a journey to the center of the earth and back. And uh, so, so, so happy for OP here that he was able to to stick to his guns finally. And and I think we know enough about him at this point to say that if he had not posted to Reddit and heard what he heard from commenters there, he would still be with this woman. He would have taken the fall. He would have been under her thumb. He'd be suffering the consequences. He'd be in a whole shit mess of trouble right now. And the the damage with the relationship with Cassie still would have happened, but it would have happened to both of them. So he's he's in a really good place now. And the fact that he's he's OK being alone is great. Uh, I, I personally, uh, I'm a little apprehensive about Susan, the gal who's hanging around because I don't trust his his soon to be ex-wife. She could be a mole. It's one of her friends. I'm just saying. Be careful, man. At this point, you can't be you can't be too careful. Uh, but but good for Cassie sticking to her guns, deciding to to not be like her mother so much so that she doesn't want to talk to her at all. She doesn't want her as a part of her life, and I think that's until her mother earns her way back in. That's a safe route to go. That's the safe route to go. Dreams are curious things. They have the power to inspire, to manipulate, and to kill. Said in nineteen ten Germany. Adolf is a piano builder who hasn't spoken since he was a boy. His dreams compel him to build a mystical piano that will help him speak again. His mother appears in his dreams to guide him, but there's a cost on this journey. Meanwhile, the piano is unlike any that Mr. Becker, factory manager at Steinberg Pianos, has ever seen. He believes that it will change the entire piano industry. And while it may be the key to everything that both Mr. Becker and Adolf want, it's also an unwitting weapon of darkness. Will Adolf find a way to derail the dark plans that have been set in motion? Find out by reading the book Piano Man by Dusty Thunder. Available on Amazon in paperback, hardcover, and soon as an audiobook on Audible. Hey, it's Dusty Thunder with another Reddit post for you. This one has several updates, so get ready. Strap yourselves in. It's going to be another emotional roller coaster, most likely. I don't know what it says yet. Title of this one is My 37 Male Wife's 34 Female Sister 29 Female Tried to Kiss Me, and Now My Wife is Spiraling. Help me. Originally posted the 17th of January, 2023. As the title says, my wife's sister made a pass at me at a recent family gathering, and I have no idea what to do. For context, I think my wife, Jenna, is absolutely gorgeous, but she has some really negative body image issues. This is in large part because of her sister, Mary, who is very conventionally attractive, as opposed to Jenna's more unconventional, but in my opinion, striking beauty. Mary was a successful model until a couple of years ago and now works in the fashion industry. In our early days of dating, when I would tell Jenna that she's beautiful, she would always say, just wait until you see my sister. When I did finally meet her family, she would randomly press me for weeks to talk about her sister, whether I thought she was more attractive than her, etc. I always told her the truth. I think that Mary is attractive in a boring way, and I think that my wife is much more beautiful and interesting to look at. She wouldn't let it go until I confronted her about how uncomfortable it made me and asked her what was going on. This is when she told me that she has always had a chip on her shoulder about her looks because of being compared with her sister growing up. 
They fell into the classic smart one, pretty one dynamic their whole lives. She also said Mary had a habit of being flirty with all of her exes and warned me that it would happen to me eventually. She then started sobbing and begging me not to cheat on her with her sister, to which I forcefully said I would never cheat on her with anyone, let alone her sister. I've been crazy about my wife since day one, and there's literally no woman on earth who could come close to her. I honestly didn't believe her about the flirting at first. I assumed it was just an extension of her insecurity, but I was wrong. Whenever we get together with my wife's family, Mary always finds ways to touch me and make little innuendos, comments about me or my body. It's super uncomfortable for everyone, especially my wife, and I've called her out on it before. She'll cool it for a while, but eventually start doing it again. It's been six years of this, and every time it happens, my wife is upset for days, and I have to do a lot of reassuring. Okay, you know what? We're going to go ahead and do this right now. And we're going to go ahead and do this right now. I'm going to send sister all the way up here. Mary, why you got to be messing with your sister's relationship? She, this is clearly intentional. She's just, just messing with her sister. On to the current problem. A few days ago, we were at my mother-in-law's birthday party, and Mary asked me to help her grab some things from the garage. As soon as we walked into the garage, she turned and pressed me up against the door with her whole body and started trying to kiss me. I immediately pushed her off and asked her what the F she was doing. She started giggling and saying that she was just doing what we had both been thinking and kept insisting, you know you want to. I told her she was out of her mind and ran out of there. I went straight to my wife and told her that we were leaving. The whole ride home, she was asking me what was wrong. I wasn't sure whether to tell her because I knew how much it was going to hurt her, but also I thought Mary would probably try to spin it as me making a move on her, so I had to just say it. I told her everything, and she cried the whole way home. For the last several days, Mary has been calling and texting my wife, doing exactly what I thought she would do, even telling my wife that I said Mary was the hottest girl I've ever seen, which I had to assure my wife a million times that I did not and would never say, even though she believes my account of of the situation. She's been a complete wreck the last several days. She's hardly eating. She pulls away from my touch when I try to hug her or just hold her hand. She says she feels hideous and disgusting, and I don't know what to do. This is the lowest I have ever seen her, and it hurts to see how much she's hurting. I have no idea what to do to help her heal from this. Reddit, what should I do? Before we discuss, a couple of comments. Commenter, all family gatherings that include Mary must now be non-attendable. Your wife knows what an awful woman her sister is, and hopefully the rest of the family does too. To be honest, your wife's sister is evil. You have reassured your wife of your love and faithfulness. Your wife is incredibly insecure about herself, so obviously a professional may be in an order for her and yourself to talk to. You love your wife, so stand by her and be there to support her. Original OP, my in-laws definitely enable her behavior. She's the golden child. They brag about her constantly, even though my wife is literally a neuroscientist. Their mom was a pageant queen, and she was their dad's much younger trophy wife. Honestly, we may have to go no contact with all of them. Okay, so let's let's chat about this for a second. Yeah, no no contact with all of them. This this makes perfect sense because they enable her behavior. And sis, there there are two motivations here for Mary, I believe. There are two motivations. Notice that Mary wasn't there with the significant other. Mary can't stand the fact that she feels, and I say feels, Mary knows in her bones that she is better than her sister. She believes it with every fiber in her being. So, being so much better than her sister, she can't effing stand that her sister has something that she cannot have. A loving relationship that's successful. Can't stand it. So, two motivations. She knows that she's so much better, can't stand that her sister has this thing, so she's trying to ruin it. Right? She's trying to ruin it 
because she doesn't want her sister to be happy. If she can't be happy, no one can be happy. There are those who who rise by lifting others, and there are those who just climb on the backs of other people to make it seem like they're taller. This is one of those people. Shit human. The other motivating factor here is that because she feels like she's hot shit, she feels like everybody wants her. How could he not want her? This is Mary's insecurity rearing its ugly head here. <laughs> and as a parallel, oh yeah, as a bonus, it just destroys her sister's happiness as well. This is really about Mary's insecurity though, and her allowing it to just turn her into a shit evil human being. So there's part of this that's a challenge. It's like, am I hot enough to steal him? Oh, yes, I know I am. And then also, I want to destroy her happiness because I don't have that. No contact, dude. Update. My 37 male wife's 34 female sister, 29 female, tried to kiss me, and now my wife is spiraling. Help me. This is the 19th of January, 2023. I got a few requests for updates, so here it is. I first want to thank everyone so much for your advice. It was extremely helpful and gave me a lot to think about. I'm especially thankful for the folks that asked me how I was doing. I realized that I have literally never had a chance to check in with myself after these things happened, and I've actually been holding a lot of frustration and resentment about it all. I've been harassed for years, and it has either been brushed off or it's been eclipsed by the impact it has on my wife. I don't blame her for it, but this has been a good lesson in me not burying my feelings for the sake of others, even for her. I also want to clarify a couple of things that came up. Several people asked about how my wife's family feels about all this, and I explained in a comment that her parents are toxic and treat Mary as the golden child, even though my wife is a freaking neuroscientist, amazingly talented musician, speaks three languages fluently, and another two conversationally. My wife and her family are seriously the only people who don't seem to understand how exceptional she is. That sucks. I remember meeting one of my wife's family friends and talking to them about her research, and they said, oh, wow, her parents just told us she works at a university. Whereas my parents literally introduce her as the family genius to everyone. It makes me so effing angry to think about how her asshole family has stolen away her shine her whole life. She's literally a renaissance woman, but all they care about is looks and money. Why I would. Some folks ask me why I would ever put myself in a situation alone with Mary given everything that she's done. I have no good answers for that other than I never thought she would actually try and do anything. That possibility just didn't exist in my head. I realize now I should have seen this happen eventually and that I should have been less concerned with keeping the peace and more concerned with shutting Mary's shit down before it escalated to this point. Hindsight is 2020. Anyway, on to the update. The night I posted, I told my wife that if she wanted to try to repair her relationship with her sister, I would respect that, but that I don't feel comfortable being around her for the foreseeable future. I said Mary has obviously been deeply jealous of my wife her whole life because she is a hollow, ugly person whose entire value has an expiration date, while my wife actually has substance. I said that I think her whole family is toxic and has done nothing but put her down her whole life, but that only she can decide whether she still wants them in her life. Very well said here, OP. I think that would be really difficult to communicate to someone in a way that, that they would actually absorb, but that was very concise uh, and said everything that needed to be said. I also told my wife that while I don't blame her for her emotional reaction, her insecurity is something that she needs to work on for our relationship to be healthy. What Mary did was sexual assault. And she's been sexually harassing me for years, but I have consistently put aside my own feelings about this problem because of how it affects her. And that has prevented me from getting the support that I need to. I told her that her reaction only serves to punish herself and me for her sister's behavior. And there's no reason to give her that kind of power. I also told her something that a commenter said that really resonated with me. The only people who have ever considered her second best are her and her family. Everyone else sees her for who she really is. 
She was crying the whole time and agreed that she needed to go to therapy to work on her insecurity. We were able to find a therapist who specializes in body image slash self-esteem issues to work on with her individually. And we're going to look for a couples therapist too. My wife sent a message to her parents and sister that explained exactly what happened and told them that she would reach out to them if she ever feels ready to repair their relationship. We blocked all of them everywhere, but Mary has, of course, been spamming my family and our friends with nonsense, claiming I attacked her, I'm a drug addict, I abuse my wife, all kinds of bullshit that thankfully nobody believes. My wife is still down in the dumps, but I can see that things are getting a little better. She's eating and sleeping more, and she's cuddling with me in the mornings again, which is nice. Now I'm planning a surprise getaway for us this weekend. We're going to one of our favorite places, and I'm going to wine and dine her and try to make her feel like a goddamn queen, because she is one. I want to thank you all again for your help. You really helped me understand the severity of the problem, and again, thanks for helping me connect with my own feelings about all this. Y'all are the best. Comments, you are an absolute legend. She's found herself another genius who knows how to navigate life without infantile drama. I wish you both nothing but the absolute best. Original OP, the only genius thing I've ever done is marry her. I'm a pretty average dude, to be honest, so I have no idea how I snagged her. Sad to think her low self-esteem probably played a part, but I do work hard to be a good husband every day. We have an update. We have an update, but yeah, that's uh, uh, families like this are just the worst. Who, who coddle the golden child who obviously has has some severe issues but let one child do so much damage to another and they're just like yeah that's that's the way it should be she's pretty so she can do that shit okay let's jump in here (laughs) this one says hopefully final update first of february 2023 first i want to say i've gotten so many questions about who mary is and i'm just not going to say it Suffice to say that she's never been a household name famous, but she made a living solely on modeling for about a decade from what I understand. So she must have been popular enough that fashion people might know her. I really don't know how that whole world works, but in my opinion, it doesn't matter how many names you drop. You're not famous if you don't have a Wikipedia page. I don't think I have a Wikipedia page, so not even verified on TikTok yet. Also got lots of comments that mostly jokingly called me a simp, and I can't argue with that. I totally am a simp for my wife. She's the coolest. I hope you all find a love that makes you feel this way. Okay, I think that's it. Here's the actual update. My wife loved the getaway weekend. We had a blast, and by the end of it, she said she felt like herself again. For a few days after we got back, things were really quiet, so we were hopeful that Mary had finally given up, but I felt uneasy about it all. Many of you warned me that Mary would try to interfere with my work, and while I initially dismissed it, I figured I would reach out to my boss just in case. I've been working at the same company for almost 10 years, and she's heard me vent about Mary before, so I didn't have to explain too much. My boss just reassured me that she knows my real character and would let me know if Mary tried anything. She did it. As you predicted, Mary did try to contact my boss a couple of days later, and the following is a recounting of what my boss told me. Apparently, Mary said that I needed to be fired because I was a predator and claimed to have proof that I assaulted her. My boss said that was a very serious accusation to make and asked Mary to explain what proof she had. Mary claimed there was a camera that caught the whole incident, and my boss asked her to send the video. Then Mary got flustered and said the police had it, so my boss asked her to send a copy of the police report. Then Mary said it had a lot of private information in it, so my boss asked her to redact the private information and send it over. Then Mary said she didn't feel comfortable with that, and my boss told her that she could not take action against an employee based on word of mouth from a stranger. Then Mary shouted at her about victim blaming and hung up. Unfortunately, that was not the end of it. Last Wednesday, Mary somehow sent an email from my personal email account with a dick pic, not mine, obviously, to the entire office. My best guess 
is that I must have left my email logged in on one of my in-laws devices. She's definitely not smart enough to actually hack me. And I know this is completely beside the point, but of course she chose the weirdest looking dick I've ever seen. I played team sports my whole life. I've seen a lot of dicks and this was something else. I, I, I don't know how to respond to that. It's honestly kind of funny to think about Mary Googling gross penis or something and sifting through hundreds of images to find just the right one. I had to apologize to everyone on staff and thankfully folks were surprisingly understanding. It's actually been kind of a nice bonding experience with my coworkers. I honestly didn't consider myself to be super well liked in the office, but everyone, but it feels like everyone has been going out of their way to be kind to me and it means a lot. Anyway, at this point it was clear we had to escalate things legally. I really wanted to avoid it, but she forced my hand. My wife and I have a lawyer friend who has helped us draft a cease and desist letter outlining her continued harassment and the material and emotional damage this is causing us. My wife then sent a message to Mary and my in-laws with a copy of the letter and made it very clear that we would pursue criminal and or civil proceedings if her harassment continued. My wife's mom then called her crying and begged her to just let it go and leave Mary alone. All right, ma. Boop. I mean, mom probably lived in Ascon 1 here already. Oh, it didn't trigger it. Hold on. We'll get there. Mom probably lived here already, but we're going there. We're going there anyway. Mom's going to Ascon 1. Leave Mary alone. She's done absolutely nothing to you except for being more, more beautiful than you. Good job, Ma. My wife calmly explained that Mary is the only person responsible for this whole situation and that their parents have always enabled her awful behavior. She also said something she later regretted, but I think was pretty badass. Mary is going to stick you two in a nursing home and steal your money the minute she has the chance and you deserve it. After the way her mom reacted, my wife is firmly settled on cutting off her family completely. Nice job. This happened on Friday, and on Sunday, Mary's best frenemy, Anne, sent my brother a message on Facebook to say Mary is going to leave us alone and to please not sue her. I told my brother not to respond, then just sat and enjoyed the idea that Mary was out there somewhere freaking out about the potential of having to actually face the consequences of her actions. Must be such a strange feeling for her. Since then, we haven't heard a peep from the grapevine. Feels like things are finally starting to go back to normal. My wife is starting therapy next week and will be starting couples therapy in a month or two. She wants to do some work on herself first. She's also taking a short leave from work to rest and recharge. I'm so proud of her for standing up for herself with her family and finally putting her mental health and well-being first. Thanks again for everyone who offered advice. This was a messy situation, but it definitely would have been messier without your help. My wife is prioritizing her wellness, and I am one proud simp. All right, we have one last update. One last. So whenever she got to the point where where she was actually going to get sued for this and made false claims and figured out that she was actually going to have to have some kind of some kind of, you know, actual evidence lest be sued. She's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll stop now. I'm done. Don't just leave me alone. Uh, you know, let's do this. A simp is a silly or foolish person. The final update. 26th of August, 2023. Skip it ahead several months here. I forgot about this account completely until today. I logged in to see so many comments and messages asking for an update. It's honestly touching to see how many people care about the situation and want the best for me and my wife. This will be a brief update. I don't want to make this a regular thing. And the original situation has resolved itself enough that I am hopeful this will be the end of the saga. Mary and my in-laws have pretty much left us alone. My mother-in-law still tries to contact my wife every now and then, but she's made it clear to her family that if the first words out of their mouths aren't, I'm sorry, she isn't interested in a conversation. Good for her. As you can see, the past six months have made my wife a badass. 
She has done some amazing work in therapy and her confidence is growing all the time. It's not just with her family. She's more comfortable asserting herself at work with strangers, with friends, etc. She's even stopped putting up with some of my shit. To be fair, that shit is stuff like my leaving socks everywhere around the house, but I'm seriously proud of her for telling me to cut it out. I'm becoming a more responsible and supportive partner because she's able to communicate her needs and expectations without feeling guilty about it. And I'm able to communicate things to her without intense emotions fully eclipsing the conversation. I didn't mention this in my earlier post, but my wife does struggle with rejection sensitivity, even outside of her family. Often, if I brought up something that I felt needed to change, her emotional reaction to feeling like she did something wrong would be really intense. And instead of dealing with the problem, it would become about regulating her emotions. Now, my wife has some really good coping skills that allow her to talk about the problem without thinking she is the problem. And the biggest update, she's pregnant. We have a baby girl due in February. I'm shitting my pants with excitement. We're going to love her so much and teach her that she is more than her beauty. She's going to have happy parents who love each other and work through issues as a team. The toxic cycle will be broken. Jenna's family doesn't know, and she's not sure if or when she'll tell them. But if she does, there are going to be strong boundaries in place for how they can be a part of our daughter's life, and it'll start with family therapy. For now, she has one set of grandparents that'll go to the end of the earth for her, and that's more than enough. My family has been absolutely incredible in their support, and they are so excited for us. Things are looking better than they ever have. That's all, folks. Thanks again for your support on this wild journey. Captain Simp over and out. Nice. Nice work here. Um, that was a roller coaster as well. I think there are probably a lot of families out there who have a similar kind of dynamic where where one person becomes the punching bag and they've just dealt with it their whole lives and everyone just kind of accepts it to the point that, it, that they don't even realize that it's happening anymore. And that person has accepted it and just lives their life with all of the of the ripple effects with the others who are connected with them in their lives, you know, feeling the feeling the damage from that as well. It, it would greatly change the way that you live your life if you had been treated this way. And like he said, their marriage has changed because she's now she's now got some coping tools that she can use and it has allowed her to, to grow her confidence level and it has changed everything for her. So just breaking free from this toxic family structure and just in the matter of less than a year and just a few months really has, has completely changed her as a person. That's how much control family dynamics can have over a person. It is just wild. Hey, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This is another Best of Redditor update and is titled, Am I the Asconaut for Refusing to Smile at Someone Who Told Me I Should Smile More? This interaction took place a couple of months ago, around late July or early August 2023, and it took place in one of those stores where everything is super cheap. Think Dollar Tree, Dollar Store, etc. I-24 female had gone with my brother, 21 male, and mother, early 50s female, to grab some cheap snacks. On that day, I was wearing a baseball cap with the name and logo of my grad school on it. After going through the store and grabbing what we wanted, we got in line to check out. The cashier was a man, maybe in his 40s or 50s, let's call him Bill. When we got in the front of the line, the three of us checked out separately and I went last. My mom and brother stood a couple of feet away to wait for me while Bill was ringing me up. After some small talk, Bill looked up and noticed my hat. Grad school's name, huh? 
I nodded and he asked, you are that guy and nodded over toward my brother. I told him that I was the one in grad school and he goes back to ringing up my items. After a few seconds, he looks back up and stares at me. The conversation then went as follows. You know, you're not going to get very far in life. You can't smile at people. I'm, I'm sorry. I hadn't done anything that would have been rude or off-putting, at least not that I'm aware of. Ladies don't get paid the big bucks if they can't be nice. Women have to be nice to be successful. Bill, what are you doing, man? Me, annoyed and deadpan. Not in my experience. Oh, really? You sure about that? Yep, pretty sure. Sorry, you're going to have to smile more often if you want to succeed in life, sweetie. And don't call me sweetie. Hey, now, I'm just trying to help you. I'm good, thanks. All I said is that you should smile more often. Come on, smile for me. I'm, I'm good, thanks. I'll smile when I feel like it. When we got outside, I told my mother and brother what Bill had said. They both laughed at me and said I should have just gone with it. Ever since then, they have continued to bring up the situation with me and with friends and family saying things like, don't tell her to smile, she'll snap at you. Or what about this time, Opie? Do you feel like smiling now? I get more and more annoyed every time they bring it up, and every time I tell them to stop, they tell me to lighten up. I've told some of my friends, and they agree with me, but my family thinks I'm an asshole for not just going along with what Bill said. I don't think I was an asshole for refusing to smile, but I'm wondering if I should have just gone with it. Am I the astronaut? Okay, we have an update. Let's talk about it for a second here. Yeah, no, Bill. Yeah, Bill is definitely the asshole here, and uh, and and giving off a whole lot of the ick, whole lot of the ick. Also, the dynamic here is Bill in his forties or fifties who is a cashier at Dollar Tree or whatever, which there's nothing wrong with. However, he is trying to give life success tips to OP, who is in grad school and says he's trying to help her. Again, nothing wrong with that at all. But I don't think that you knowing ahead of time that someone is in grad school can start preaching to them about like life success and him being a 40 to 50 year old male doing this to a woman. Also, if I were a manager or an owner at that store, uh, he probably would have been fired on the spot. You cannot say shit like that to customers. You cannot. This was completely out of line in a business situation. He is an employee should not have ever said anything like that because it is a misconduct kind of thing. You cannot treat people that way. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing and, and what he's doing with his life. That's awesome for him, but he can't be, using that role to preach to other people about what they need to be doing differently, especially if that person is a woman and he's saying to her, she needs to smile more to be successful in life. He cannot be doing that shit. Absolutely not. Just automatically assuming that she wasn't capable of going to grad school and then saying she had to smile and she had to be nice or women just don't get very far in life. (laughs) Ah, you know, you know, they have those little like, uh, those plastic like hand clapper slapper things it has like two hands, but like like clap together and they're on the handles. I would have given anything if they had one of those in the impulse purchase section and she just grabbed it and she let him scan it and then just whack just slapped him with it. That would have been great. That would have been fantastic. Okay. Here's the update. 
Update for a post I made here a couple of days ago. I know everyone says this on their update post, but wow, I did not expect to get so many responses to my original post. Thank you to everyone who took the time to hear me out and share your opinions and experiences. I know the you should smile more thing for women isn't new, but reading all of your comments about your experiences with similar remarks really hammered it home for me. This wasn't okay, and I don't have to put up with those comments from my family. We didn't talk about the family, and that's another angle here. We'll talk about them after the update here. The day after I made the original post, I decided to call my mom and talk to her about the situation. A lot of you said that what she and my brother were doing was essentially bullying, and I hadn't thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right. When I told her about how much her comments annoyed and hurt me, she was surprised at first. She told me that she had no idea that the comments bothered me that much and that she hadn't thought about how misogynistic they were. She told me that she's received comments like, you should smile more from creepy men for years, and that she just treated it as part of life. Well, yeah, I guess she just accepted that it was going to be part of life for her daughter and just never wanted more for her. You know what I mean? The fact that she has just dealt with it for years makes me kind of sad. And while it doesn't excuse her comments, it does help me kind of understand why she didn't see a problem with them. She apologized to me and told me that she would stop and I'm willing to believe her this time. Also, I'm going home for Thanksgiving next week, and I'm going to see most of the other people who have been making these comments to me. Your comments have given me the courage to stand up for myself, and I plan to put a stop to these comments. If they continue to give me a hard time for it, I'll just send them the link to the original post so they can see that hundreds of people on here are nicer to me than they are. To the people who suggested that I contact the manager slash supervisor slash corporate for the store, I wanted to let you know that I did just that. I hadn't thought about it before. And I did that earlier today. As it turns out, Bill was actually let go from his position about a month ago. Apparently, I wasn't the only person he made these kind of comments to. Even though I played no part in that decision, it felt like an appropriate conclusion to that situation. And I figured you deserve to know. Shocking. Thank you so much for all your kind words and your comments and messages. I haven't had time to respond to all of your comments, but I promise I've read every single one and they definitely made me smile for good reason. You've renewed my faith in humanity and I feel like I just gained a few hundred new friends. I hope you all have an amazing day. Good. Okay, great. Now let's talk about family for a second. Yeah, bye, Bill. So what, like every woman that came through the line, he's like, you need to smile more. Good gravy. Okay, so Bill, Bill is taken care of. We've established that that's not appropriate. We've established that that's not appropriate in a work situation, and he was canned for doing similar things. So cool, resolved, sort of stopped. Now let's talk about the family. She she confronted her mother, and her mother sadly basically has just you know accepted that that misogyny is uh, is just a way of life, and that's the way women are treated, and there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it, and that she should have just went with it. That's where I have a problem. The fact that mom was used to it and and herself has just dealt with it, whatever. But I feel like you should always want more for your kids, shouldn't you? And when it comes to bullshit injustices like this, I feel like you should always stand up for your kids. And the whenever she had heard about this, and although OP's an adult in grad school, right? She's an adult. I feel like as a parent, if we had walked out and and you know, one of our kids older in college had told me that this had happened, I would have marched my ass right back inside and been like, hey, um, that was inappropriate and I need to speak to your manager. I I would go mail Karen on him. I absolutely would, because it is inappropriate and nobody should talk to women like that, especially whenever they are supposed to be customer service representatives representing a company. Not okay. Standing up for your kids rather than telling them that they should have just given into it feels like that's what should should have happened. And she, OP, understands where her mom was coming from now and gave her a pass, and that's okay. Um, I do feel like I hope mom feels bad for giving her shit for this and realizes the larger impact of what she did in that moment. I hope she realizes now. 
I hope the rest of the family takes it a similar way. And they're like, oh, shit, you know what? You're right. We're we're terrible. I hope that's how this goes. And I would hope that faced with a similar situation that we would all handle this differently. You can't bullshit like that. You just can't do it. You can't. It's not okay. Everybody who this this whole joke spread like wildfire throughout the family, everybody who has been a part of this thing needs to make an apology. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. This one is titled, Am I the Astronaut for Not Banning Strawberries from My Wedding Cake? (laughs) What did those strawberries ever do to you to get banned? I'm getting married next year. I love strawberries and I want some on my wedding cake. My plan is to have a four-tier cake where the bottom two are completely separate entities with different flavors and the top two are lemon slash strawberry. My mother is mildly allergic to strawberries. We'll have a headache and a mild rash if she eats one, but it's fine with eating food that has touched strawberries. She is absolutely incensed with my plan to include strawberries in my wedding cake and continuously makes passive aggressive comments about how wedding RSVPs include a section for the guest allergies and she would never serve something a guest couldn't eat. I explained to her that she is more than free to eat the other two cakes. They will be entirely strawberry free, aren't even touching the top cake. And more importantly, my mother has diabetes and won't be eating more than a small slice to begin with. My fiance agrees she's being selfish. I'm making this post because I was telling my dad about this issue and she walked in and added that this is my only daughter's one and only wedding. I want to be able to eat every part of that cake. Haven't been able to close my mouth since from the pure shock. I mean, it's my only wedding and she sees nothing wrong with saying something so insanely out of pocket. Well, my dad agrees with her, so maybe I'm taking this too seriously and I can skip strawberries for a day. I really don't want to, but I also don't want to make this a big drama. My mom is used to getting whatever she wants, and I'm used to my dad siding with her, but I really thought my goddamn wedding would be the exception. Well, crap. Um... The fact that that there are other options within this cake that are completely suitable for her uh, and she's still bitching about this, I think, tells you everything you need to know. This is a Kobayashi Maru. You will not win anything here. Even when you concede, she's going to find something else to bitch about because this is your wedding and she's got to find something wrong about everything here. I mean, really, this isn't a problem. This is not a problem at all. There are plenty of suitable options for her to choose from here. It is. This is one of those. um, I'm a mom and somebody's going to outshine me this day, but I always get what I want. So I'm going to find a way to create a stink at every corner. So even though the spotlight's going to be on my baby, the bigger spotlight's going to be on me. The bride made it a non-issue by including two cakes that have no kind of strawberry presence in them whatsoever. She has a love of strawberries, so at her wedding, included them on one part of this cake. Made sure to include other parts that were completely strawberry-free. Mother's statement here is that she wants, she doesn't want anything to be off-limits for her here. Well, that's kind of a, that's an overarching claim, right? That's an overarching statement. where She wants, it's overreaching, not overarching. She's overreaching here to say that, that nothing should be off-limits to her as well. Like, okay, um... Uh, okay that's i don't think anybody has that ability to say absolutely everything here will agree with my body 
she wants the she wants everything at the wedding to cater to her taste. Here's the problem. It's not her wedding. And if she were understanding and wanted her child to actually enjoy their wedding day, she'd be understanding here and say, well, yeah, there's there's part of the cake that I can absolutely eat. I'm not going to make us think because it's not my wedding, but this is not the way she's approaching it. She wants everything to be catered to her tastes. <sighs> so the question here is, am I the astronaut for not banning strawberries from my wedding cake? No, you're not the astronaut for that. Your mom's causing a stink here because she can't stand that you're getting the spotlight. Wanting, wanting the whole palette here to be completely catered to her tastes and her preferences is unreasonable, especially when it's something that you love. First line here, getting married next year. I love strawberries and want some on my wedding cake. But again, made sure to include include portions that were completely suitable for her mother. It just wasn't enough. Mom wanted the whole cake to be what mom wanted. You don't see that as a problem. Now, depending on how far mom took this, I'd say it would work her up the Ascon scale right now. Right now, mom's reaction to pitch a fit about this, even though there's part of the cake that's already completely suitable for her, I think puts her here. If she continued pushing and pushing and pushing, even if OP defers here, even if OP says, all right, you know what? You choose. It's fine. I'll get rid of the strawberries. Make it whatever you want. Mom would find another issue. And if that were the case, she can climb up to one real quick. Right now, she's at a two. She definitely shouldn't have done what she did. Hey there, it's Dusty Thunder again with another Reddit story for you. We have another best of Redditor updates here. And the title is, Am I the Askonaut for telling my pregnant friend that her kid was going to get bullied for the name she plans on using? One of my friends found out she was pregnant a few months ago, and she's really excited to be a mother. I'm happy for her, and I think she'd make a great mom. But there's one problem. She wants her baby's name to be unique and special, but the way she's going about it is terrible. What I mean is, the name she plans on using is god-awful. If it's a boy, she's going to name him... Danger, D-A-Y-N-G-E-R. Yes, spelled like that to be unique. And if it's a girl, she's going to name her Tinkerbell with an E on the end of Tinkerbell. I wish I was joking. I asked her if she was 100% sure and suggested if she was dead set on those names to make them the kids' middle names. When she asked why, I told her flat out that the kid would get bullied if she named them that. I know just how shitty kids can be. I got bullied for my name and changed it when I was 19. She got really upset and told me I was being unsupportive and I was a shitty friend. She's been ignoring my text ever since and it's been more than a week. I'm starting to feel guilty over what I said. Uh, What would you do? Tinkerbell and danger. I feel like that's what Schmidt from New Girl should have named his kid if he had a a boy. If they had a girl. Uh, (laughs) Danger. I bet the theme is danger. It is not danger. Um, and for those who don't know, um, Candy Thunder and and my actual real last name is Storm. That's why we went with Thunder, Thunder because it was a, a punny stage name. And Danger Storm would be badass. Uh, yeah, so is Navy Storm. That's why. That's one of the reasons we went that way. Tinkerbell Storm doesn't have the same ring to it, but Danger Storm, come on. I think it just depends on your dynamic, right? It depends on the kind of family and the uh, and the upbringing that you have. 
it depends on how you are you plan to bring your your kids up. What what were uh Ricky Bobby's kids last time? He was Walker and Texas Ranger, right? <laughs> That's the kind of a vibe that I get from this. It's the Walker and Texas Ranger kid names. <laughs> Shut up, Chip. I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. All right, let's get into the update here. <laughs> what what's the last? I need to know what the last name is. We gotta we gotta know how it pairs there. Update next day. We had a conversation over call. I decided to tell her about my experience getting bullied for years because of my name, Shaylee, called Gailey, and it turns out she's been going through a lot. Birth complications run in her family, and she's been really stressed out about it, along with finding out that her boyfriend, now ex of three years, has been exchanging dirty texts with a co-worker of his. I had no idea about this, and she expressed regret for taking out her feelings on me. I carefully brought up some of your points and suggested using the name Belle for a girl with Tinkerbell as a nickname. She thinks it's cute and liked the idea. I also mentioned maybe using Dane as a first name with Danger as a nickname, which she wasn't quite as happy about. She did decide to use Danger, still spelled the way she had it initially, D-A-Y-N-G-E-R, as a middle name, which isn't nearly as bad as using it for a first name. On the bright side, the kid can tell people Danger is my middle name. Thank you for all of your advice. I really appreciate your help and suggestions. I mean, danger is my middle name. Uh, danger may try to live up to or down to his name. I mean, if, if you were born with the name danger, I feel like it kind of sets a path in motion, right? You have you have something to live up to at that point. You You have to be wild, don't you? Or ironically, like the most careful person alive. I, I don't know. I think it's easy to get it's easy to get sucked into wanting to do something unique. We went with Navy. I think by the time she's actually making a firm decision, she'll probably change her mind here. But um, but but I mean, it's OK to kick those ideas around and to bounce them off people. I do think you can't fault people for for telling them what names you're thinking of and them giving you their honest opinions about it if they see issues down the road. She says, you know, she lashed out and said that her friend was being unsupportive. I feel like the flip side of that coin is her her friend was being supportive of issues that her kids might end up having down the road, which then will affect her friend as well. So if anything, I think it's you're being protective of your friend by speaking up here and saying, look, I see this causing you pain in the future. Just think about it. And if those two are on the table, why not Walker and Texas Ranger? Thank you.